Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse, but I offered at a satsang a free meditation program and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eta Bejagatameva Samsara Navasetave Prabhave Sarva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self your own divine essence, your own shivaness, your own beingness, yourself, the one reality being you while being all. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. a child of God. Happy Mother's Day. In yoga, this is the day that we honor the Guru, as explained in verse 35 from Sri Guru Gita. Twam pita twam chame mata twan bandhush twam chadevata samsara prati bodhartam tasmai Sri Gurave namaha. I bow to the honored guru who is my father and mother, my brother, sister, and my God, granting me my divine birthright. Now, I know you have or had a mother, at least one, your birth mother, and maybe you had others. 
in large families. An aunt or older sister is often like a second mother. And maybe you have a stepmother and stepfather and half-siblings, lots of options. The guru doesn't replace all these people. They are still important in your life. What the guru does is fill in where they're not meeting your needs. You see, as important as mother is, as important as family is, they weren't perfect. You noticed? There were times that your mother or your father or both of them truly understood you, supported and guided you in a way that met your needs. You were loved and nourished in just the right way. And there were other times, I don't know about you, but I certainly wondered, who are these people? I am a child of God. So how did I end up here? Your only problem is that you didn't have perfect karma. You had the karma to be born to imperfect people. You got what you earned in your prior lifetime. And your birth family served as your launching pad. But when you truly launch, and when you fly into the stratosphere, you need someone who understands where you're going. That's the guru. You need nurturing and guidance that supports you in the rarefied air of spiritual heights so you can learn to live there. While your feet remain grounded on the earth, your heart and mind soar into the limitless of your own divine essence. Oh, Shiva. You need someone who lives that way. More to the point, someone who started where you started, who has been through the whole process and knows what you're going through as well as where you're going. Twam pita twam jame mata twan bandhush twam chadevata samsara prati bodhartam das my shri gurave namaha. I bow to the honored guru who is my father and mother, my brother, sister, and my God, granting me my divine birthright. It begins with Shaktipat, the initiation into the knowing of your own capital S self. It is a birth into a new dimensionality of being, something you've always wanted but didn't know how to access. The guru gives you Shaktipat, which is a spiritual birth, birthing you into your own beingness. Then the guru nurtures and guides you through the process of growing into your own self, well, as much nurturing and guidance as you allow. When I was looking for a guru, I didn't know I was looking for a guru. I knew I wanted something, but I couldn't explain what the something was. I read books. I went to different churches, to healers and to spiritual groups. Nothing really worked for me. Someone did a reading on the tarot cards for me. The hermit card came up prominently. The illustration on it is a guy with a long white beard, wearing tattered robes, holding an old-fashioned lantern with a candle in it, and the candle rays are shining into the dark. Yes, I was moved by that drawing. And the card reader said that I would find a teacher. But she didn't use the word guru. Who knew? Until I got Shaktipat. 
And once this cosmic energy arose within, I knew, yes, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. Baba described this in his book-length poem, Mukteshwari. Verse 115, Kundalini, the universal mother, encompasses all yogas. She is the form and essence of the mantra. When you receive the mantra through the Guru's grace, she is quickly awakened. Now, this is landmark number two. Kundalini is the universal mother. Just a few minutes ago, I was talking about landmark number one. The Guru is your mother, as well as your father, your siblings, and your God. Guru Gita, verse 35. We're now at landmark number two. Kundalini is the universal mother. We're going to go through some other landmarks. Number three is that God is the mother of all. Landmark number four will be that primordial nature is the mother of all. And we'll end up at number five. Nityananda is your mother and father. So if you're not confused yet, I'm certain I'll be able to confuse you completely by the end of the discourse. (laughs) The point is, you are cosmic. You think of yourself as having been born in a certain place and time to certain people, and all of that is true, but it is not the whole of who you are. You are cosmic as well as localized, and you're just beginning to discover it. So let's look at Universal Mother. Kundalini, the Universal Mother, encompasses all yogas. She is the form and essence of the mantra. When you receive the mantra through the Guru's grace, she is quickly awakened. Baba is poetically describing what the sages of India have said for thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, that the one divine reality birthed the universe out of its own beingness. Shiva, beingness, decided to move and dance and play within his own beingness. His movement, his vibration and energy is called Shakti, meaning Divine Mother. But his energy, now referred to as female, is not different from Shiva. Shiva in movement is Shakti. Shiva in stillness is Shiva. Oh, and yes, Shakti in stillness is Shiva. The terms Shiva and Shakti do not refer to persons. They are conditions or states of being. Stillness, Shiva. Movement, energy, Shakti. But it's only one thing that is either in stillness or movement, which is Padma Shiva, meaning Padma, that which is beyond Shiva. Like with my hand. This is my hand in stillness. This is my hand in movement. But whether it is still or moving, it's my hand, nothing else. So Shiva and Shakti are both Shiva, for there is only the one thing, the one divine reality, which is called in this tradition, Shiva. Shiva in movement is Shakti, the energy that becomes matter. Since Shiva's movement, Shakti, is the energy that becomes matter, birthing the universe out of nothingness. Thus, Shakti is honored as the mother of the universe. 
This is landmark number three. God is the mother of the universe. Chitti Shakti means the consciousness energy of beingness, which is why we chanted to her at the beginning of satsang. Chitti Shankari, Chitti Shankari, Namo Nama. Shankari is Shiva, but in the mode of birthing the universe, thus getting a female name, Shankari. Chitti Shankari is consciousness energy, the energy of beingness, being the universe. Chitti Shankari, Chitti Shankari, Namo Nama, Shri Ma Jai Ma, Shri Ma Jai Ma, Namo Nama. When she becomes the universe, she becomes you along with everything else. And she hides her full essence within you. You are a child of God. With the whole of God hidden within you, coiled down and locked down so you can't find it. Coiled in Sanskrit is kundala. So this consciousness energy, chitti shankari, in you is called the coiled energy, kundalini. The guru unlocks the lock, which is at the tip of your tailbone, an energetic lock that the guru has the key for. And the guru gives you the key to use on yourself, the mantra. After Shaktipat, simply repeating the mantra brings up kundalini. Consciousness arises within you so that you will know you are consciousness itself. Jai Ma! You've probably been thinking that Kundalini's inner heat, maybe the movements or your inner experiences, this rising energy was just your cosmic energy. Nope. This is the energy that has become the whole universe. This is consciousness itself. Chitti Shankari, Shiva Shakti, formless and form. Baba described it this way. The universe is the manifestation of the same Shakti that is transmitted through Shaktipat by the Satguru. The universe is the manifestation of the same Shakti that is transmitted through Shaktipat. Your own Kundalini is the one divine reality being you and arising within you so you will know who you really are. I remember when I was 15 or so, that pivotal age, spending a week at a summer camp in the mountains. They had a beautiful lookout point that was reserved for people to be silent. I went there a lot. Really, any time that wasn't scheduled with canoeing, horseback riding, crafts, sing-alongs, they had a lot of good stuff for us, but I preferred sitting at the lookout point. It wasn't the view. It was the grove we sat in. There was a hush to it. Maybe because it had been reserved for silent contemplation for decades already. I could feel God there. I knew it was a sacred site, that I was in a holy presence. It was the only thing that really filled me. After I got Shaktipat from Baba, I felt that feeling every morning in meditation. 
I'd say the mantra a few times. Sometimes it took a few minutes. And then Kundalini would rise and I'd get that hush. But it was inside. I was not merely in a holy presence. I was the holy presence that I was in. So I never thought of Kundalini as my Kundalini. She was never just energy to me. It was never just about me. It was and is about the universal, the cosmic, the vast and real reality that encompasses all and extends beyond all. And now I know the Sanskrit name for all that, Shiva. And Shiva, being Kundalini arising within me, is Ma. Jaima. We have arrived at landmark number four. A line from a very ancient hymn to the goddess. Twameva sarva janani mula prakritiri shvari. You are my mother, the mother of all primordial nature, the divine goddess at the root of all. It's easy to see God in nature. You may have a story similar to mine where I sat at the lookout point in silence. People try to substitute nature for God when they don't have a way to connect. It's hard for the mind to actually find a connection to ultimate reality in its formlessness, which is what most people think of when they hear the word God. Brahman is a Sanskrit word that means much the same. However, nature is much more personal. You've got forms, trees, rocks, rivers, clouds, birds, mountains, critters, and so much more. Having grown up in Southern California, I never really got to know any trees. The ocean, yes, but trees, not really. Now I've been living in Swarupa Vidya Ashram for over 10 years. We residents live in a second building that's just a couple of miles away, and it has lots of trees on the property. The land was a Boy Scout camp for a hundred years, with houses being built between the trees only a while ago. When I look out my office window, I see two trees, and I really feel like I've gotten to know them. Individually and personally, they are very dear to me. So we make these connections with others, people, of course, and even trees. But where do they all come from? This verse, this line of the verse, names the root of all, Mula Prakriti, the goddess Ishwari, who is the root Mula of all, Mula Prakriti Ishwari. Prakriti means form, substance, materiality, the divine essence of all material nature. You could call her Mother Nature. Your own body comes from this substance, the essence of materiality. Your own body and mind are made of this root substance. She is your mother. Mother nature is your mother. You are a child of the goddess. Twameva sarva janani mula prakritirishwari. Twameva means you are mine. Sava Janani, you who have birthed all, you are my mother. You are my mother, the mother of all, primordial nature, 
the divine goddess at the root of all. And as glorious and inspiring as nature can be, nothing touches us like another person can. Especially one who lives in the state of knowingness and beingness, like Nityananda. This is why Baba said, there is no mother or father like Sri Nityananda, no spiritual doctrine like self-recognition. Landmark number five. There is no mother or father like Sri Nityananda, no spiritual doctrine like self-recognition. This is one line of his commentary on a sutra about Kundalini. Her Baba knew that Kundalini came from Nityananda's initiation. Baba had met over a hundred enlightened beings. Some of them were buddies who regularly reassured him that he would be enlightened himself one day, but they couldn't give it to him. They had it, but they weren't able to share. It takes a very great master to be deep enough in and to have enough Shakti to be able to share. For me, that was Baba. And he shared his state with thousands and thousands of us. Yet he always said that Nityananda was greater than himself. Well, of course, for it is Nityananda who gave Muktananda his own self. And without that, Muktananda would have had nothing to share. Nityananda birthed Muktananda into a whole new level of aliveness, a whole new dimensionality to explore within, into his own divinity, a whole new way of living. So, yes, Nityananda was Baba's mother and father. Baba told us many stories of his years with Nityananda. One of my favorites is when he needed a little course correction. That's something your mother and father had to do for you a few times, yes? Baba had been having ecstatic and expansive meditation experiences. He thought he must be getting close, or maybe he was realized already. After all, he was experiencing some of the things described in texts. He went for his regular darshan his regular visit to Nityananda. He took the bus from where he was living, arrived in Ganeshpuri town, and walked down the street to Nityananda's house. When you enter the main door there, you come down a long hallway before you get to the main room where Nityananda was sitting on his platform. As Baba walked into the house, just coming down the hall toward the main room, Nityananda yelled at him, Get out! You're not done yet. Okay, Baba. There was no bowing to Nityananda that day. Muktananda had his darshan. He had been seen and recognized. even got personal instructions. He was done. (laughs) (laughs) So he went back home and dove back in. And Kundalini took him farther than the texts described. He was in an unknown land within which Nityananda walked him through on the subtle level. The night that Baba was set free, in the middle of the night, 130 miles away, Nityananda leapt up off his bed and began to dance with his arms in the air, singing, Muktananda, 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 Jai Muktananda. 
It was years later that someone brought Baba a Sanskrit text, one he had never seen before, the Pratyabhinya Hrudaya, the doctrine of self-recognition. When he read it, he got so excited. He said, this is the only text I've ever seen that describes my experience. It explains what my Baba gave to me. This is why Baba wrote, there is no mother or father like Sri Nityananda, no spiritual doctrine like self-recognition. Yes, Nityananda gave something to Muktananda that his birth parents could never provide. And it was because of that that Muktananda could give me something that my birth parents couldn't provide. Truly, he mothered and fathered me in a way I needed, in a divine way that birthed me into my own self. Twam pita twam chame mata twam bandhush twam chadevata samsara prati bodhartam tasmai shri gurave namaha. I bow to the honored guru who is my father and mother, my brother's sister and my God, granting me my divine birthright. Now let's go back through the landmarks and see if it makes sense to you. Using your new cosmic mind, that is. For the instrument of perception and cognition, that's your mind, that your parents fostered in you is good for lots of things, but this is a whole new level. This is about your divine essence, for which you need a cosmic mind. Chitti Shankari spiraled down into individuality, you, and has been awakened to arise within you, blossoming forth as divine kundalini, Ma. I could call you a child of God, born of the universal mother. But universal mother isn't just universe. She is divine mother, which is the one divine reality. In the act of manifesting all, including you, you are more than you think you are. You are not merely a child of God. You are an incarnation. Landmark number one. I explained that the guru is your mother, as well as your father, your siblings, and your God. Guru Gita, verse 35. The guru is your mother. Landmark number two, Kundalini is the universal mother, as well as the form and essence of mantra. Landmark number three, God is the mother of all. Shiva Shakti, Chitti Shankari, formless and form. Landmark number four was that primordial nature is the mother of all. She is the materiality that brought you from nothingness into existence as you are. And we ended up at landmark number five. Nityananda is your mother and father. Oh, wait, that's the same as landmark number one. The guru is your mother, your father, your siblings, and your God. Oh, Ah. in other words, God, guru, kundalini, and self all are only one. This is what I mean when I say, you are you. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.